This is Michelle. This is Mia. And this is Cassie. And, and we know what you did on Fear Street. talk about the book <laughs> ready before we fuck up even more yes yeah let's uh let's jump right into it uh, it's 2018 yeah happy new year or 1993 or 1965 or 1965 yeah oh okay 65 <laughs> I was wondering if it was like an anniversary. Like, did they come back yeah. 30 years? And yeah, I guess but, they did. But they didn't yeah. want to like date the book by saying yeah. 95. So they just said this year. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> and at the yeah. end, they never said what year it was turning, did they? No. And which, they just said happy new yeah, year. Yeah, which is weird because people always say like, you know, yeah. 94 is almost over. Nobody mentioned the year at all. No. Well, it's got to try to stand the test of time, you know. Try, but, you know, fail. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so, for all you listening in the future, uh, <laughs> when you hear this, it will be 2018. Um, hopefully, your new year goes went a lot better than the people in this book. True that. Yeah. <laughs> None of them had very happy New Year's. Or I guess if you look at it in a certain light, some of them had good New Year's. <laughs> Nobody, you know, they didn't die. Some people died. Some people died. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't all They didn't all live to 1995. Oh, well, I mean 1995, you know. That was a good year for me. I think it was a good year for me, too. I was 11. I broke my wrist that year. Oh. I was 10. I went to Montana and Wyoming that year. Ooh. Interestingly, awesome. I am going to Montana in 2018 as well. Huh. Why? I have family that lives there, and I'm going for a wedding. Oh, okay. I have a lot of weddings this year. Fair. So if the people in this book had, like, the ones that lived, I have a very, very good thing to tell them, and that is the music they're going to hear in 1995 is awesome. <laughs> this is uh, 100 com coming up in 95. This is the, the Billboard 100. Ooh. Creep by TLC. Ooh. Yeah. Waterfalls by Cr TLC. Yeah. Very TLC-centric. Yeah. Freak Like Me by Adina Howard, which yes. is a classic. All for one. All for one. <laughs> Candy Rain, Sold for Real. Oh, that's yes. just a, oh. <gasps> Hootie and the Blowfish, Let Her Cry? No. Oh, yes. no I hate it. I love Hootie. <laughs> uh, Janet Jackson, Runaway. Brandy. Baby. Yes. Baby. This, is, this is the, they're going to meet Brandy. Right? <laughs> 95. That was her first signal, single. Some of them are going to meet Brandy. Real McCoy. Oh, I love Real McCoy. Well, lucky them. I know. I'll Make Love to You, Boys to Men. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Slow song forever. 
But only if you want me to, because Boys to Men was about consent, even in 1995. <laughs> so progressive of them. No, it's like you want me to, not if you want me to. They want them to, though. <laughs> or or yeah. they're just saying, like, like, I know you really want me to, but she's saying no. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Maybe it's like, like you want Don't me to. Boys to Men for me. Well, we'll always have Motown Philly. Good point. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I thought we were going to start talking about this book. Right, right, right. We are, we are. Okay, okay. Okay. So, wait, wait, in case we didn't mention it, we're reading the New Year's party for New Year's. I don't know if we actually said the title of it. No, we didn't. No. Just so you guys know what's going on. And the cover. I actually like this cover. This cover happened in the book. It did. That's the red yeah. velvet dress that she wore and the black balloons. And it looks like Fear Street decor, like the window curtain. And, yeah. And she is pissed. But, She's like, but I don't think her hair's mad. No, it's more dirty blonde. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think Arl Stein knows what Auburn is. <laughs> or the painter didn't. It's fine. Yeah, probably I the painter. The red dress was going to be a lot more slutty. Um, no, I picture it. A red party dress—that's what they described it as. Red velvet party dress. Yeah, but uh, 1965. Hello, she's not going to wear something yeah, that's but all 90s now. But she's from 60s. Yeah, but she's she's been living. Spoiler alert. Living with air quotes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do respect the painter's technique on the velvet, though. Like, 100% that is velvet. Oh, yeah. Well done. Also, I just want everyone to know that this is how I look at parties if there are no animals there. <laughs> <laughs> like you're going to kill everybody at midnight? Yes. Unless there's an animal, and then I will pet the dog or cat and be totally fine. <laughs> Note to self, never invite Cassie anywhere where there is music, drinks, and no animals. True. I, was, I thought you were going to say note to self, never invite Cassie to a party. And I was yeah. like, uh, you have cats. It'll be fine. <laughs> and they will love it if you pet them. I know they do. I miss Finn and Casper. <laughs> Um, I, don't even, I didn't even know their names. How do you know their names? Because How do you not know their names? They're cats. They're just cats. I don't know. They're cats. I don't like cats. <laughs> I'm not a cat fan. Oh my They're god. How fan. are we friends with you? I know, I right? Know. <laughs> They're evil. So that's why would you not like them? Amazing. They're dickheads. I don't know. Yes, that's why I like well, them. Well, I want to be the number one dickhead, okay? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Michelle. You are. Well, every time I've had a cat, they want to battle me for dickhead awards. Yeah, it's a really awesome It's a good cover. cover. One of the best ones so far. Yeah, I agree. It's, uh, it's up there. Top three, maybe. And it's 90s. Yes. 100%. 100%. Yes. Also, if I ever throw a party... There are going to be black balloons. I don't even care what the party's for. I just want black balloons. Yeah, I didn't understand what the problem was with that, that decor. To be fair, yeah. if you walked into what you thought was going to be an banging New Year's Eve party, nobody else is there, and then it's just covered in black. <laughs> like, 
I know, but like, isn't New Year's like black and gold or silver? There was no gold. (laughs) (laughs) She just forgot to bring the the metallic. Honestly, the fact that they didn't immediately turn around and leave. Yeah, I All right. um, Dramatic reading? Yeah, let's do the dramatic reading before we just talk about the end of the book. Okay, yeah, before you spoil everything. Right. All right, well, I'll I'll start by reading the tagline because uh, it's a pretty good tagline, and I think it's actually one that feels legit for the book. It's a good pun. I like it. Yeah. When midnight strikes, they all die. It's pretty good. Ring in the new fear. PJ wasn't supposed to die. It was just a practical joke. No big deal. But PJ had a bad heart. The kids at Rini's Christmas party couldn't tell the police what they've done. So they hid the body. And then it disappeared. Now someone is killing them one by one. Someone is taking PJ's revenge. But who? By midnight, they'll know. Because when the clock chimes, they'll all get a kiss. The kiss of death. (laughs) I want a kiss of death. Not. (laughs) I was like, really? Do you? (laughs) That seems like something I want to avoid. Yes. I don't want to be, I don't like kissing. I'm an introvert. I, like to <laughs> I don't like kissing. I'm romance phobic. Yeah. I don't like people. <laughs> so our listeners are learning a lot about us right now. <laughs> How about instead they learn about Rini? Rini. Beth and Jeremy. Okay, but then it's Rini. Right? Yeah, then it's Rini. Which, is that how you say it? Yeah, Maureen. Yeah. Marini. All right, all right. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, at first I was like, who the hell names their kid Rini? Like, what kind of name is that? I I assumed it was short for something, but... I did not assume that. I just thought it was Rini. I was like, this is a weird name. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of just assumed it was a weird name until they they were like, Maureen, and I was like, oh, well, that makes a little more sense. Yeah. Wait, why? I don't know. Okay, fine. We start in... 1965 with Beth and Jeremy who were okay I'm sorry but did anybody else think that instead that Beth had a crush on Jeremy in these chapters yes I I, the first thing I said is brother or boyfriend yeah I was really confused like she was way too attentive yeah and like and she was like, he looks good and all that. Yeah. And how a- any girl would be so excited to be here with whoever her date was. But I'm just so bored. And I'm like. I can't stop thinking about Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I think he was just trying too hard to like not make you think they were siblings so that you wouldn't equate them with. Well, the instead he siblings. made it really freaking creepy. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I know, all right. If there's an Oedipus complex and an Electra complex, is there something about your brother? Because I think she has it. I don't, I don't know, but can we call it the flowers in the attic complex? Yes, yes, we can. <laughs> that is what she has. And this is 1990, 
five. So, you know, Flowers in the Attic was totally a thing. Totally. It had been out for like 20 years. Yeah. Oh. So. Do you think R.L. Stein has seen Flowers in the Attic? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I bet he's read it. <laughs> I wish he read it right before he wrote this. I bet yeah. he did. He's like a big V.C. Andrews fan. Yeah. Do you think they knew each other? Probably. I wonder if they did. Maybe. <laughs> she might be like, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know what the, like, how people in the author world, like, don't they have, like, classes? Oh, like, yeah. I oh. write this, and, like, you this, you know, you write teen fiction. Okay, but they both write, like, trashy horror books. I mean, hers are way, way trashier, but. Yeah, but hers are, like, adult. Are they? And, like, this kind of, these kind of books were not. Uh, they definitely put V.C. Andrews in the teen section, though. Yeah. Oh, my God! That is yeah. not a teen book. I'm pretty sure it was marketed as it was. Teen. Wow! It was only, well, it was only for teenagers or teenagers who wanted to read it because it was so like over the top trashy. Um, but can we say that like the first chapter, like it starts off with the like nostalgia, like it's coming hard. Yeah, oh, like he was like, he was like this is my era. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, in the 90s books, it, like, takes him a minute to get, like, into the technology and the, like, dated references. But, like, they co- they are coming in this one. Yeah. Oh. They I- are flowing. We've got Beatles, Hi-Fi, Groovy, all on the first page. There's a mini skirt. And go-go boots. Go-go boots. And oh, tough-looking boys. And then they do the twists. Oh, they do. Point. Yeah, they do the twists. There's, they talk about Paul Newman. Yeah. It is a nostalgia fest. <laughs> nostalgia this is fest. how we feel about the 90s. Yeah, like if I wrote yeah. the 90s book, this is what it would be. It would just be like, blah, 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 <laughs> weaker, blah, 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 <laughs> no doubt, blah, blah, blah. Boys to men. Lad. Yeah, boys to men. <laughs> Overalls. Clueless. <laughs> I could go on forever. <laughs> so can Stein. <laughs> but for the 60s. Oh. I was very confused, though, to have the flashback in the first chapter. I was like, when is this book taking place? Is it in the 60s? Is it in the 90s? What is it? Both. Yeah. Well, it's a super chiller, so. Yeah. You know. Oh, and it's like the ninth super chiller, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which, actually, you know what? I realized that the three books we're reading this winter are all super chillers. Huh. Super chilly winter. Ooh. Ooh. So, um, while I was reading these chapters, I just kept thinking that I really want to read a prequel Fear Street series that takes place in, like, the 60s and 70s. Yes. But that's just, like, Fear Street. So you learn all those kids die and get haunted and and evils and whatever. All the, like, car races and right, yeah. like talked about. Yeah, I want them to go to like the disco and like yes, right. Yes, yes. I'm into it. We have to tweet that to R.L. Stein because I feel like he would like eat that shit up. Yeah, honestly, I think that he would love writing those books and everybody would love to read them. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm definitely down to know what like the previous generations went through with Fear Street. Right, yeah. other than like 
killing babies' parents with their cars and whatever. <laughs> yeah. Alright. So they're at a New Year's party and, you know, they're listening to Pretty Woman and doing the twist and then guys break in with ski masks yeah. and guns. And they, like, tell everybody to give them their, I don't know, their money and their jewelry or whatever and they mm -hmm. threaten to shoot Jeremy. Yeah. And then when he, like, pleads for mercy, they, like, basically are, are like, psych. Yeah. That's <laughs> not basically. That's exactly what they do. They're like, <laughs> they're all, psych, it's a prank. You you were so scared. It's like, you, you pointed a gun at somebody. Yeah. I'm, I'm confused as to what exactly was the correct thing to do at that time. I don't know. Like, like, why everybody at the party was just, like, instead of being, like, you guys are the jerks. Yeah. They were, like, oh, ha, 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 Jeremy. Yeah, like, that's not funny. No. If somebody came in and pointed a gun at me and pretended to, like, rob me, and then I learned it was a prank, I would beat them with that gun. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Bob, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he does, he loves the bullying. Like, he loves the bully scenarios. Oh, yeah. And with everybody, oh, yeah. like, jumping and on the side of the bullies. He loves that. And pranks. And really stupid. Oh, he does love dumb-ass pranks. I feel like, though, this was him being like, yeah, but at some point, those pranks, they gotta get their comeuppance. <laughs> yes. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Arrested Development, when they're like, and that's why you never blah, 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 blah. <laughs> This is that like your PSA on crack. Yeah. <laughs> so Jeremy runs out of the house and Beth chases after him because she's in love with him. <laughs> Even though she wants to have his like eleven fingered babies. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, Well, I'm leaving, and she's like, Well, I'm going with you. And then they're just, he starts driving around like a crazy person. He's driving super fast and recklessly, which means they must be on Fear Street. Yeah. Okay, but do they ever say they're on Fear Street? No. They don't. I just assume because that's where you drive fast. Or no, I feel like they have to be on Fear Street too, but they don't say it. Yeah. Yeah, I just assumed, but they, they definitely don't give you any sort of geographical points of reference until like the very very end i have a new theory for this book i know our original theory was like you're on fear street so when you're on fear street you have to drive like really really fast or whatever because if you don't you'll just, just get like, like super long yeah it's yeah. like a never yeah, yeah, yeah but like i have my new theory after reading like the last couple books is that like uh, in Shadyside, when you get in a car and you're under the age of, like, 20, you have to drive like an asshole. That's just okay. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, there's no car, there's no teenagers getting in cars in this entire town without almost dying every single time they get in there. <laughs> well, they live recklessly in Shadyside, you know? Half the city's haunted, you might as well. But it's, like, always some fucking dickhead guy who is driving like a dickhead and always, like the rest of the people in the car are like what we don't want to die and then the dickhead guy's like ha 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 
Michelle's just mad she's not top dickhead in this book. So, <laughs> <and> you, Bob! <laughs> I'm the dickhead. <laughs> to write about you, I guess. I want to almost kill everybody. <laughs> um, I want to kill a baby's parents on the street. I want to kill the incest twins. <laughs> So then they, of course, run over something. They hit a, a boy. Yeah. Well, they insist it's a raccoon. With they see a, his face. With a man's face. So that's the ter- <laughs> most terrifying raccoon ever. Yeah. Is that one of the, um, like, weird, like, what do they, didn't they say there was, like, weird creatures? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, that's you what I was going to say. Is it a were-raccoon? Yes. yes. <laughs> Little do you know. <laughs> That's what's going on in the end. It's not just a weird, like, ice dance. It, <laughs> it's were-raccoon. <laughs> it's a were-raccoon. But then Beth basically conv- convinces him to just keep driving. Yeah, she's a... <laughs> and then he, like, instead of being like, okay, I almost hit somebody, maybe I should drive slow, he doesn't. No. Oh my god, this book, like, let me just warn you all, if you have anxiety triggers for, like, anything car-related, do not read this book, because it set my anxiety off so badly. I would rather read a book about aliens than a book about, like, car accidents. Yeah, I forgot that, like, you were in an upside-down car before. Oh! I sure was. Um... That's terrifying. Yes. This book must have actually been scary for you then. It kind of was. It, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely hit all my, all my triggers. So. So anyway, they continue to drive like crazy people and get in an accident and die. Well. Well, Beth says they die. Yeah. Beth says, You've killed us. You've killed us both. Apparently, she manages to say that while they t- their entire car tumbles down into, like, a ravine. Yeah. And gets covered in snow. Yeah. Do you not have better things to be saying? Like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <I'm-> shit! <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> when I was reading this, though, um... When we got to the you killed us, you killed us both part, I totally, in my head, it was in your voice. Like, I don't know why. Like, that just, I would like, never that, say anything. No, I know, but like, you like reading, like, that's a, like, like a part you would read to us. <laughs> Over dramatically. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that just, I, I heard it in your voice. <laughs> and then, thank God we're done with them and we're to now, which is 1995. This year, yeah. This year. As to not date the book, this year. 1995. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this is when we meet the 1995 crew. Right, which is Rini, some other people. Artie. Artie, Greta, Sean, and Ty. So... They're at Rini's house doing homework, and this is when we learn that they like like to play asinine pranks on each other, where they pretend like they're dead. Yeah, they're really stupid. Which is like, oh my god, haven't we done this already? Yeah, like in every book. <laughs> is this like Corky's brother? Doesn't he do this shit? Yes, <laughs> he's like ten. Maybe they aged him up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah, that is who Sean is. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, 
so I guess they're studying and talking and what the hell ever. And then we learn that has an earring. Uh, which automatically makes him the bad boy of the group. Right. Right. And I was like thinking mullet too, maybe. <laughs> Probably. Probably. And uh, Rini can't understand why Greta likes him. And I was like, well, it's because ladies love a bad boy. Never underestimate how much a good girl like Greta likes a bad boy. I wish she would have gone with a better bad boy. Like one that's not kind of um, just annoying. <laughs> Like a legit bad boy and not like a, you know. Yeah. And that, that I feel bad saying that because, like, he's the only person in this entire book who has real actual problems. Yeah. Like, his brother oh, is yeah. sick and his parents don't have any money. And, like, he has legit problems when the rest of them are just annoying. Sure. Or dead. Or both. And then, like, right before, like, Sean falls out of the closet or whatever, they, they're, like, teasing Rini about how he was hanging out with Sandy. Sandy Burke. Yeah. And how, and then she starts talking about how, like, she's, I don't know, they kind of insinuated that she was, like, a boyfriend stealer. And I was like, oh, don't they mean Suki? Like, <laughs> another one. It's her, it's Suki, Reva, and Sandy. Okay. And Justin. Don't forget about Justin. Justin's That's just, true. Justin's just a player. He's just making the rounds. Yeah. Which, and he shows up in this book, so. Yep, yep. Everybody shows up in this book. I know, right? Yeah. Some of them, I believe, are drunk while they're in this book, Corky. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to Corky. I have some thoughts about Corky. <laughs> yeah, me we too. all do. <laughs> So, Sean's not dead. They're just stupid. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. Bad pranks. Bad pranks. Apparently good fake blood, though, which is cool. <laughs> yeah, I like how there, it was like a little bit of an instruction manual on how to make fake blood. Which I already knew. Yeah. Is Mr. Hernandez always the principal in Shadyside? That's a good question. Because that's the first time I can recall him showing up. I the name. I don't, don't remember. We're going to have to look it up. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to pay attention in future books to see if he's mentioned. Yeah. So then uh, we meet a new girl. We get to, like, we're at school now and... There's a new girl. Oh, well, before we, we hear about Mark, who's the real bad boy of this book. Right, because yeah. he has a ponytail. Yeah. yeah. And I bet you he has an earring, too. They just oh, tell us. Definitely. Oh, totally. Also, he's 100% selling drugs, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, definitely. He's dropped out of school. He, like, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like, Artie's making Boku money working for him. 100% they're selling drugs. <laughs> Yes. Hands down. They weren't doing them, though. Because if they were, they'd be a lot more chill. <laughs> Depends on what drugs. Well, I mean, the one I was <laughs> The one that high school kids deal. But it's, oh, I was going to say, but it's the 80s, so. It's the 90s. Yeah. So, Mid-90s. Yeah. They could be dealing X. They could yeah, be this. True. Their pupils would be really big then. And they'd be a lot happier about yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, they'd be nicer. 
Yeah. And there'll be a lot more getting it on in this book. <laughs> <laughs> um, and well, maybe that's why Greta liked Artie. Maybe. All the E. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we meet the new girl. Not the new girl, but a new girl. <laughs> How many new girls are in this book or this I, series? Like, Shadyside has a new kid every week, I feel like. I feel like they have to bust them in because they keep losing all their students. <laughs> yes. I wonder if they offer incentives to go to Shadyside High. Like, come here and you get $500 or, like... I don't know. We'll write any rec- we'll write a recommendation to any college you want to go to. Something. So they meet her and they think she's pretty cool, but then they meet her brother and he's like weird. And they're like, Ugh. I'm not sure why he's weird though. Is it just because he's pale and shy? Yes. And like sickly? Is that it? I guess. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. I know. I know. <laughs> he doesn't. It was a very harsh reaction. Like yeah. I think he was staring creepily at them. I don't know. Apparently his eyes are beautiful. Yeah. No, because Reenie says, too bad he spends most of his time staring at the ground. You've seen him for five seconds. How do you know what he does most of the time? <laughs> um, did we not talk about psychic powers and shady side? <laughs> okay. <laughs> And how I believe that Fear Street is bleeding out into the rest of Shady Side. Okay. Well, rude. Agreed. <laughs> and then another prank happens because Ty is in her locker. Yeah, I assumed that she couldn't open her locker because there was a dead animal in it. Oh, did I? Yes, yes. <laughs> Shady yes. Side. I was totally waiting for dead animal to come out. Yeah. No, but instead it was... It was a dead animal. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> um, the best part is how funny it is going back and reading when Ty says, what took you so long? I was dying in there. Uh-huh. Oh, I see what you did there, Ty. I see what you did there. And also it makes sense on how he could fit inside a locker. Because I was like, those must be really big lockers for him to fit in there. I feel like books and TV always have, everybody always has, like, huge lockers that you can yeah. stuff, like, four people into. My locker, I could barely, I probably could have get, gotten in sideways, maybe. I barely could fit my backpack in my locker. I guess it just depends on what plot you're going with. Right. <laughs> Um, okay, now we get to, now we get to the quirky part. Yep. (laughs) Is this after Ty makes eyes at Liz? Does he? Yeah. Yeah, and they walk away. Yeah, they just, like, it's, like, love. Oh, yeah, and PJ gets pissed. He runs after them, because she's supposed to walk in the class, Greta's supposed to walk in the class and, like, show him where his class is, and he gets all fucking butthurt that, uh... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, more, this is the incest shit. Do you think that's what it is, or do you think he, like, thought maybe he recognized Ty? Mm, I don't know, because they were both really surprised at the end. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, and they, like, start dating after this, so I'm pretty sure PJ would be like, "Uh uh-uh. Maybe. All right, now we're with Corky and her bad choices. Yeah. (laughs) I ship it. I'm into it. No, you no, don't. No, you don't. Stop. Yeah, I do. You do not ship it. I don't allow you to ship it. 
<laughs> no, no. I mean, I think it's hilarious. Oh. I think R.L. Stein was like not taking his meds this day or something. <laughs> what was he doing? Honestly, I think he just couldn't find his list of recurring characters, and these were the only two he could remember when he wrote this chapter. Clearly. Or maybe he found his list and he was like, I don't remember anything about this person. I'll just make them a couple. Because no if you haven't figured it out, everyone, Corky is dating Ricky Shore. In no way does he not remember either of them because they're both in multiple books. Yes. Okay, so that's my theory. My theory is they just bonded over the fact that R.L. Stein has fucked him over multiple <laughs> times. And they're like, all they do is talk about like, who's this asshole that keeps making us do all this shit? <laughs> Either that or the ancient evil made her do it. No, the ancient evil definitely made her do it. <laughs> the ancient evil just really likes Ricky. Yes. I appreciate his bad pranks and love yeah. of Zap. The ancient evil has plans for Ricky. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's the only oh, explanation. Uh, I think Rini says it uh, the best when she says, how could Ricky Shore be part of a cute anything? Oh, poor Ricky. He had his redemption book. I mean, sort of. Mostly he just told people about how sad he was that shitty things happened to him. Yeah, and that's what him and Corky talk about. Okay, and also in this chapter we find out that Pete is on a date with somebody else too. Pete from The Overnight. Wait, is he on a date? I know they talk about that. They talk about him being on a date with somebody. Do they? Yeah, I didn't write it down there. Pete. I know, I was like, um, hello. Marcella. Yes. I'm like, that was a couple that was made to last. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Best part of this book are the reoccurring characters. Yes. Yeah. Right? And Gary, it says, uh, there's another one. Oh, yeah, they talk about Gary. Gary and Randy, and, uh, oh, wait, that's just. That's just Greta being like, what if. Oh, uh, what if, okay. I was like, dude, Gary, you get around. <laughs> well, Everyone does. I know. Um, I guess they do a lot of dating, because remember whenever, like, she, at some point in this book, they talk about how PJ, like, never dated a girl yet. Yeah. Asked a girl out or something, and she's like, never? I'm like, oh my god, they're only 16, 17. Calm down. I feel like this is, I don't know if they did this in the late 80s and 90s, or if it's just what Arl Stein thinks, because they did it in the 60s, but I feel like there's more, like, actual dating, like, you go on a date with somebody. Yeah. And Oh, go yeah. on a date with somebody else and not like we didn't do that you no. dated somebody you were boyfriend and girlfriend there was no like dating yeah. this person and then this person like it wasn't aim wasn't tinder you know <laughs> yeah i mean or you just like went to the mall with someone and that was it yeah like if they said you want to go you want to go out with me it meant like be my girlfriend right it didn't mean like go to the movies yeah I mean, it could also mean we're going to go to the movies with boyfriend-girlfriend. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think this just, like, the part where he was talking about cute boys and he was like, oh, this person's so cute. It kind of made me uncomfortable thinking about R.L. Stein sitting there writing dialogue talking about cute boys. Like, you know I what? just was imagining it and it just made me feel weird. Well, Arnstein, you know, maybe he was remembering back to a time where once he thought girls thought he was a cute boy. Maybe. 
I just the idea of our son getting in the head of a teenage girl just made me feel icky. He has an entire series where that's exactly what he does. Right. Don't pigeonhole him as oh he can only write about boys. It's true. It's true. Own voices. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so uh, is this where they go on their joyride? Yes. Oh god. Where are they? This is my worst. Oh, did they go to a writing on Fear Street? Yes. Yes. They go, okay, so they, Mark shows up with his ponytail and his V6, and they all get into the car with them, even though none of them want to. Yeah, why? Why would you do that? Peer pressure is a thing. I know. <laughs> and then he drives them really fast down Fear Street, because you have to. Right. You have to. It's not Mark's <laughs> fault. That's the law. <laughs> <laughs> the speed limit on Fair Street is a minimum of 65. Right? <laughs> and then they get out of the car and they follow them. Or Mark and Artie, who is actually like the stock character that R.L. Stein brings out, like with Ricky, and he, he's one of those. Yes, he is. Mark's the stock bad guy character. He's the stock funny. Artie is like the jokey character, yeah, but they try yeah. to make him edgier. Yeah, an edgier version. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then he convinces them all to get out of the car and like follow him through the fear woods. Like what? For no reason at all in the middle of winter. Like he doesn't even say, he's just like, I want to show you something. Like what? Like, I actually yeah. completely forgot this part even happened. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, come here. I want to show you something. I'm like, cause that's not an after school special. Yeah. Following a drug dealer into the woods, great idea. Yeah, so they can show you something. So then they get to the edge of like a ravine or some type of yeah gorge or a cliff. I forget what it is. It doesn't matter. And then like, Mark's like, oh, come here. You have to get to the edge and like look over. But apparently it's like really slippy up there. And he falls off. My yeah. first thought was like, meh, good riddance. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, why? Why care? I was just like, and then there's a ledge right underneath. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a precariously placed I was, pile. I was like, I thought it was going to be like uh, the Back to the Future 2, like where he jumps off the building and the hoverboard's there to catch him, and then he comes up. So you thought there was going to be a hoverboard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was hoping. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. Uh, Maybe R.L. Stein just watched Back to the Future right before this. <laughs> he read Flowers in the Attic and watched Back to the Future. Yes. It's like, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I really hope that's oh how he God, researches. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I hope he watches like a bunch of like eight oh I got it. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, they all rush up to the ledge to like see and Rini like apparently rushes up like a I don't know. Somebody anyway, she falls over. Yeah. And then she falls down. She, like, slides down. Or, I don't know. She basically just lands on a frozen lake. Yeah, she yeah. lands on Fear Lake. It's frozen over. And then I, it's my turn to have anxiety because, uh -huh. Is this oh, one of God. Yes. Did this happen to you? No. Yeah. And it, I pray it never will. <laughs> All I could think of was little women. I was like, oh, oh yeah. All I could think of was the good son. Oh, I was like, this is like when Amy fell in the frozen river. Fuck, oh, Amy Mark, fuck Mark Bentley. This actually made me think of another Fear Street book. 
what? we're going to be reading very soon. What? In fact, next month. Oh. Broken Hearts. <laughs> anyway, as you do when you fall onto an iced lake, you try to get off and the ice breaks out from underneath you because that's what happens. Mm -hmm. And then you get trapped under the ice forever and die in the cold where you can't breathe. And this is why I have an issue. I don't like cold. I don't like not being able to breathe. I don't like being trapped. All bad things. Yeah. Um, Luckily, Sean reaches in and pulls her out. Yeah. P this is my PSA for the month because... Even if it looks like the water is frozen, it probably cannot support your weight. Nope. You need, like, three inches of ice to support your body weight. So, do not walk on frozen lakes or rivers. Even if you think it's frozen, people cannot support it. you. Don't do it. So, uh, they don't say, like, how he gets her out. I mean, uh, I mean in The Good Son, they had to get an axe. Or like a like a big pick. Thing. I think he pulls her out like almost immediately, mm -hmm. so she hasn't had time to go like move. But she says she moved under, up, and blacked out. Like she's. But like, I don't I think she. She's like my head hits the ice and I can't breathe. Like I'm I'm under. So I'm like, and then they just then the next thing you know that she's like coming to. Her head hit the underside of the ice. I can't breathe. She realized she pounded on the ice with her fist and clawed at it. She must not have been too far away from the hole. I guess. Like, he must have been able to go like this and grab her. Okay. I don't, it's not very realistic. Yeah, is I mean, anything in this book. <laughs> that, that's, that's your problem? That's, I had to suspend my disbelief. <laughs> Especially since she fell into a frozen lake, and then she's just fine. Yeah, yeah, nobody thought to, like, bring her inside or, like, you know. Take her to the like, emergency room. Yeah, yeah, you won't have, like, hypothermia or anything. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> they just, like, put all their coats on her and they drive her home. Yeah, and then they no. drive her home. And they put all of their coats on her on top of her wet, right. freezing Right. Clothes. Right. Not helping. No. No. And this is where the book should have ended because <laughs> I am sorry, but if you play a prank on me and I almost die, prank's over. Agreed. Like, forever. <laughs> if you even say the word prank, I, no. Agreed. Like, like, no. Yeah, which is funny, too, because earlier in the book, Rini was like, cut the shit. I'm done with the pranks. Yeah, she was so bored with it. I don't understand why she agrees to anything after this point. Right. If they even, like, br like if pranks even looked like they were thinking of them. Like, she should have been like, ugh. Yeah. That's what any normal person would have done. But obviously, non this is Shadyside, and we're not normal. Yeah, nobody Pretty normal cool. lives in Shadyside. Right. So, Rini's fine, apparently, completely. And now, Greta's flirting with PJ. Yeah. And this is where we get, like, the arty PJ rivalry. I guess. <laughs> and what happened? Where are we? I don't even know, like, uh, up until, uh, seriously, until Rini's party and then the New Year's party, everything else in between is just a blur. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't care. There is one thing I do care about, though. Sean is in the chess club. <laughs> I love that, and I oh, have yeah. a crush on him now. I have. Because he's super nerdy. Yeah. And I love it. I just need to put that oh. out there. I'm sorry, this is totally, like, off-topic. Not really, but sort of. Uh, back when they were driving really, really fast down Fear Street, uh, Greta was, like, 
like, have you heard the stories and all that stuff? And then she was like, I saw it on a TV show. And I was like, dude, it happened. Like, the Unsolved Mystery season, it already happened. Yeah. <laughs> she was an Unsolved Mystery. Yes! That's crazy to see it. What other TV show? Oh, no, it was totally Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love it so, so much. The, so it, it had happened. Like, Robert Stack, like, came to Shadyside. I need somebody to write me that fanfic transcript right <laughs> F now. Yeah. What do you think he even investigated? It couldn't the have been fire that won't go out. It was a whole season. Oh, whole season dedicated just to Fear Street. Yeah. So he did the fires that won't go out. I'm sure he did like the the uh, he burned the, out mansion, yeah. like the history and the people who disappeared from that car accident. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The the animals, like the mutated animals. Yeah. yeah. There's uh, so much. Right. And then, like, the 999 murders. <laughs> right. On 99 Fear Street. Yeah, exactly. Oh, 99 Fear Street had to have been, like, a whole miniseries in of itself. Oh, right. yeah. They had to have gone to that house. Well, they made a movie about that, or they were going to make a movie about that house. But they didn't? No, I mean in the series. That's what the oh, third book yes. is about, is they're making a movie. Well, the movie was actually Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> miniseries, TV show. If the Fear Street movie was uh, 99 Fear Street, it would be amazing. Yes. Agreed. Okay, so dumb stuff, dumb stuff. Wait, so in Chapter 12, um, Beth says that uh, Reenie's like, aren't you cold? Aren't you freezing? She's like, no, I like the cold. And I was like, am I so supposed to assume that she likes the cold because she's the ghost of Beth? Because I'm not falling for it, Bob. Although oh. her name is Liz, as in Elizabeth. God damn it, I am falling for it. But you were supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going to fall for it, Bob. God damn it, I am falling for it. It is! Finally! Finally! Oh. Uh, I have so many logistical questions about this. You've no oh, idea. Oh, I have a lot of logistical questions, but how many books have I been like, I think that person is a ghost, and they never were a ghost. Yeah, <laughs> now you find Finally! Finally! A ghost. Finally! I get my comeuppance. Um, so this is where we find out that PG has a heart condition. He has a heart murmur, which... What is that? So I went and deed it, and apparently a heart murmur is just the sound of blood rushing through, uh, through your heart valves, but I guess it can, sometimes it's just normal, and sometimes it's because of an underlying condition. Like, they don't say what exactly is wrong with it. But it could have been that he had something. Because, like, having a heart murmur doesn't necessarily mean you have a heart condition. Like, you don't have congested heart failure no, it's usually about, it's usually heart valve problems. Right. Like, anybody can have, I guess, like a weird heart murmur because, due to, like, exercise or different things. But if it's, like, an underlying problem, it's usually, like, a valve issue. I don't know if that would mean that you can't be, like, pranked. Like, I don't, I don't know how that works. I feel like that's not how it works. Okay. Probably. So, she, Rini needs a ride home because, you know, dude has chest club. Oh yeah, he does. And uh, like, she gets in the car with Artie, who's driving Mark's car or whatever. And I'm like, why? Like, dumb. Yeah. Last time you got in the car with them. Right. (laughs) 
Wait, is this where is this where Ty was gonna um give her a ride? Yeah, but then she didn't want to get in the way of him. Yeah, and she she like pieces out because he's yeah. gonna ask Liz out. Mm-hmm. Dude, she is such a better friend than me because mm-hmm. I would have been like, look, I try, I get you're trying to get your Mac on, but it is effing freezing out here, so <laughs> right. I need a ride. Give me a ride. Well, she's like a good wingman. Yes. But, like, last time they got, she got in the car with Mark and Artie, like, not, I mean, I'm not talking about the ice thing. I'm talking about them driving like assholes. Right. Like, why are you getting yeah. in the car with more people that drive like assholes? And he's, like, in that car, so you know he's going to drive fast. And then, you know, they get in a car wreck. Of course. Of course. Okay, but what I, my question is, this is before they, like, decide to prank PJ or anything. Mm-hmm. So why is he out to get them and wrecking into them? Because he's on his vengeance mission. Yeah, but he doesn't have a problem with them yet. I about the pranks. I, honestly, I just think he can't handle life or driving a car. Okay. True. <laughs> So it really was an accident? I I just think he shouldn't have a license, which is one of those logistical questions I have because he doesn't. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How how did he get a license? It's, like, at the end, he, they say, like, at first you guys were so nice and we were cool with you, but then we find out about these pranks. I don't think it was, I don't think it was on purpose. I think it was an accident. I think he's just incapable. Um, Like, Honestly, this kid I, is incapable of handling life, which I guess actually makes sense, but still. Right, but also maybe that was supposed to be a clue of like, you know, PJ wrecked a car, so you should be thinking about Jeremy, who wrecked a car earlier. If you are this far into the book and don't understand that, that PJ and Jeremy are the same person... <laughs> So then we're at school, and it's the next day or whatever, and um, Rini's talking about how her parents are going to be away, and she's going to have a Christmas party. Yep. And at this point, I'm like, did he forget what this book's called? It's called <laughs> New Year's. Yeah. New Year's Party, not Christmas Party. <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> yes, I was very confused of the timeline. I was like, when is this Christmas party taking place? Christmas. <laughs> no, because it, it was like a couple weeks later, because obviously everything's two weeks later. I'm pretty sure this Christmas party happened on November 1st. I'm pretty sure Rini's one of those assholes that's like, Halloween's over, time for Christmas, motherfuckers. Honestly, you might not. Well, I think maybe it was December 1st. Maybe. It was two weeks before the whatever happened next. What did happen next? <laughs> Honestly, I told you, I only remember party, party. I don't know. It's two party. weeks. Everything's two weeks. So, two weeks. Yeah. Okay, so, so they're just having a party. Yeah, and then they're, like, deciding who to, who to invite, and they're, like, and, of course, they're, like, Gary Brandt, because, like, who can have a party without Gary Brandt? Right. Like, he brings the hard day. <laughs> and, uh... It was like, shout out to all the previous characters in this chapter. I know. It's so awesome. I know. I, I love. I hope he does this forever. I'm... The Christmas party is actually my favorite scene in this whole book. Uh, okay, so that now it's the weight room thing. Like, Sandy, Sandy, which, ugh, I hate the name Sandy. <laughs> Sandy rushes in, and she's like, come quick, come quick, which is, like, such a weirdo thing to do. Like, who... 
there's an accident. Who runs into the cafeteria and, and calls everyone to come quick? Every teenager in a teen movie ever. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> See, he was, he was researching before this. <laughs> so they get in there and Artie... I don't know. He had an accident with the weight. So, yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't, he was doing, um, he was at the, what the hell is it called? Bench press? Bench press, yeah. And, like a moron, asked PJ to spot, even though PJ obviously couldn't help him. And then he couldn't lift the, the weights up. Yeah. And PJ couldn't help. And I think PJ dropped it on him. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, who asked their arch nemesis to come and help spot them? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, I'm going to lift these weights, and who am I going to pick for a spotter? Arch nemesis. Artie's dumb. Like, the guy who's trying to steal your girlfriend. Well, except not really, because I feel like he barely talks to her. She probably talks to him, and he's like, Yeah, I mean, he's uh obviously, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's obviously, like, has a has it for his sister, not her. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like his sister has it for him more than the he other He stopped after her when she was talking to a dude. Like, he's into her, too. I don't know. I thought it was weird that they're like, let's invite this guy that I hate to the party because I have a surprise for him. Like, if I was PJ, I'd be like, mm, no, pass. Yeah, so, th- yeah, this is where they're like, let's prank PJ, uh, and with the kiss of death. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're going to invite, or they're going to have Sandy invite PJ to this Christmas party. And then she's going to kiss him and pretend to die. And then he's going to believe that he killed her, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's a pretty stupid prank. Like, if you're trying to make him look dumb, this isn't the thing. No. Do. <laughs> this isn't going to do it. This doesn't make him look dumb. All he's going to do at the end of it is like, well, I got to kiss a girl out of it. Bye. <laughs> like, what? And also maybe CPR. Like, yeah. oh, I get to kiss her again because right. CPR. Hopefully she doesn't throw up in my mouth because that's a thing that might happen. Okay, so now here's your favorite part, the party. Yes, the party is my favorite part. Why? Because the party is full of all of these reoccurring characters that we all know, all talking to each other about random ass shit, and I love hearing about it. Okay. The only thing that would have made it better is if you heard people talking about the weird stuff that happened to them on Fear Street. Okay. It's the only thing that would have made it better. It would have been great if Corky was, like, in a corner and she was like, I don't even remember any of it. Jennifer was just, she was there one second. And oh, my God, that would have been awesome. Come on, that would have been amazing. That yeah. would have been cool. It's an opportunity, Bob. <gasps> telling you. <laughs> Did you think when they say she's grounded till she's 20, her mother caught her smoking, they are talking about Suki? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that Ricky was like, um, you're out of chips. I want more chips. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, see, Sean? People want chips. Yeah. yeah. Although when she gets so, like, bitchy about Artie and Mark drinking, I was like, sweetie, you threw a party for high schoolers. If you didn't supply it, someone else did. <laughs> yeah. and <laughs> Everybody is you, drinking. And you invited the local drug dealers. Right? <laughs> They were probably drinking wine coolers anyway, because that's what the <laughs> boys in Fear Street, or in Shadyside drink, remember, from Halloween party? Yes. So now we're at the, like, okay, they're at the party, uh, then, so Rini confesses to Liz that they have this plan going on, and she just, like, leaves. Which is dumb. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna go try to see if I can stop him before he leaves. Like, what? That's not happening. The word for the day is dumb. Yeah. 
So then PJ shows up and, you know, the thing happens. Instead of Sandy being dead, PJ's dead. Sandy really committed to the bit, though. I, I don't know. I was almost starting to think that she really was dead. <laughs> I mean, how do you stare at the ceiling unblinkingly like that? I can't do that. I blink every two seconds. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Um, I have allergies and I wear glasses. Like, it's just constant blinking for me. It's terrible. Yeah. So then he's, like, not breathing or whatever, and then they're pouring water in his mouth. Yeah, why do they do that? <laughs> Are they trying to drown him What is that going to help? I don't know. Like, I thought they were going to pour it on his face to try to, like, revive him. Yeah. To get him, like... more sense. Yeah, but they pour it in his mouth. Maybe they thought he was dehydrated. <laughs> so, they realize he's dead, and then they're just like, everybody leave. We're going to take care of it. And everyone's just like, oh, okay, bye. You know, they, <laughs> peace yeah. out. they don't even bother calling the cops or anything. They're just like... To be fair, this is all people who have had crazy shit happen to them. So they're like, oh, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. He was like, cannot be a third time. Yeah, he totally was. Like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. He was, no, 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 no. He was the first one out of there. Actually, Are you kidding? After going to the Halloween party that he went to, why would he go to a Christmas party? Like, why would he? Why that is, is a he, good question. Why is he still accepting invites? <laughs> That well, is a, this one didn't come in a coffin-shaped invitation, so he thought he was safe. Still, just to be safe, let me just, like, retire from all party invitations. Yeah, I feel like my party uh, career would be over. Oh, yeah, 100%. I would never go to a party if I lived in Shadyside. It's like, if I lived in Westeros, I would never go to a wedding. In Shadyside, I never want to go to a party. Especially if I've already almost burned to death in one. Yeah. Uh, okay, so now we're back in 1965. Yeah, it's after the crash, and miraculous, miraculously, Beth is like, dude, we're alive, and we don't even have any cuts. <laughs> this is awesome! Yeah, so they crawl out of the car that's uh, upside down and windows broken out. Yeah, no, couldn't handle it, could not handle it at all. I was like, nope, 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 reminds me too much of when I flipped my car at 16, can't do it. Oh, no, I get it. I would have skimmed it if I were you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. So they go to the road and they try to flag down a car to help, but like, well, wait, first they go to try to find the boy, which they they left the boy. Why is it their first concern? The boy they hit. It was PJ's concern earlier any like he was still concerned he was saying we should go back yeah 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 so i think it was more him than liz because she obviously has no conscience whatsoever yeah so they go to see where he is and they find like a blood spot but they don't find him and then they try to flag down a car and like nobody will stop after even though they're like standing in the middle of the road right at least he didn't pull the like the gag where a car goes through them yeah i really thought that's where they that's because going with that. they, he wanted to have a longer chapter that's the only reason i don't know why it's not like he's worried about longer chapters before uh, yeah <laughs> well it's a super chiller he's got to make it a bit longer good point yeah and he has to have parts right so that's why we keep going to 1965 again yeah yeah uh, so uh, then they, like, go on this excursion where they're climbing fences and yeah. going through fields. Where the hell are they? Ireland? <laughs> like, what is this? I don't know. Wait, I think, wait. They're on Old Mill Road. No, it's on Old Mill Road. Somebody else is on Old Mill Road. I thought they were on Fear Street. Didn't we decide yeah. they were on Fear Street? Yeah, they're on Fear Street. I thought they were on Fear 
Street too, and that's why I thought they couldn't find anyone because like all the houses are abandoned, and they kept going up to houses and they're like, oh, nobody's lived in here for a hundred years. Are they abandoned in 1965? Good point. This is why we need the prequels. So uh, they go to a house after they do all that stuff, and um, they knock on the door and they ring the doorbell and they can hear the doorbell ringing, but nobody comes, even though the lights are on and they can hear people talking. So was the doorbell just in their minds? Like nobody else could hear it. It was just them. I guess. It, it, because even if you couldn't see them, if you can hear the doorbell, you're still going to get up, right? Right. Or maybe the people that lived in that house are like, are like us. Yes, like who, like, who <laughs> rings the doorbell? <laughs> they just froze where they were and they were like, don't say anything. Oh, <laughs> I did that today. <laughs> yes, and it was just a package from um, Amazon. So eventually they go back to the car oh, yeah. to stay warm, even though they aren't cold. So and how are they going to get in the car? How is the car going to keep them warm when there's no windows? <laughs> and it's upside down and, in the snow? Right. No freaking clue. Okay. But they don't they, really need to be warm. They're ghosts. They don't know that yet. They're about to find out. Because when they get back to the car she sees that there are two people in the car and when she looks it's them and then she tells jeremy and he tries to climb back into his body which is disturbing <laughs> this whole scene was pretty gruesome like the descriptions of their bodies and stuff it was oh, like yeah. i didn't like it i mean i did but it, <laughs> I, I was just cool. so excited that they were actually ghosts Yes. Yeah, I bet you were. I bet you were, too. I was just, I, I've been waiting for this. Is this your first actual ghost? I think so. Because every, all the other supernatural, the other supernaturals weren't ghosts, right? Uh, I don't think we read any ghost books, did we? No, mm. no, just, I, I, the supernatural stuff, just like the ancient evil. Yeah, I think we just had the ancient evil, so. Yeah. And the, that bed that, like, maybe was haunted? Yeah, there were maybe, but, yeah, she was maybe. maybe, but she was being haunted by, like, a nice ghost. Right, so right. I was trying to warn her that the her bad person was going to her. Yeah. Um, okay, yay, first ghost. Yay! Woo! Okay, now we're back in this year. Well, 95. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, PJ's still dead. And instead of calling the police, they decide to carry him into the basement. Uh, and put him behind the furnace. Yes. Why does nobody Why? in this book do smart things? <laughs> nobody. Because they think her parents are home, and they just think panic. So I they think they, they should have a uh, weekend at Bernie's, Tim. And like, <laughs> nothing to see here. <laughs> That would have been amazing. That would have just set him up on the couch to put some glass sunglasses on him and and a Hawaiian shirt and just yeah. been like having fun. Christmas, <laughs> Rainy's parents. <laughs> okay, but then when they realize it's not her parents, they're like, "We're gonna call, you know, the the cops and uh, tell them the truth." So they do, and then they go down to get the body because, like, what? The cops are gonna get there and they're gonna be, you know, he can't he can't be behind the furnace. Because that would be really weird. Yeah. Who dies behind a furnace? Like, by the way, he just dropped dead, but then we stuffed him behind a furnace. But everyone always <laughs> destroys the crime scene in Shadyside. And they really stuffed him, too. I know. And the best part is the, the cop is like, yeah, sure. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. 
but when they go down to like get him, he's gone. Right, even though they had to, like, break, fold him in half to get in there. Yeah, I know. And I'm, like, thinking, okay, and they assume, you know, when that happens, that he tricked them, you know? Yeah. But I'm, like, what kind of commitment would it take for, like, them to be clumsily taking him down steps and shoving him behind the thing with it for him not to flinch when they're, like, yeah. banging his head <laughs> and he's stopping him? <laughs> flinch, blink an eye, make a noise. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's... Not happening. Again, they're dumb. <laughs> Also, he actually is dead, so, like, probably he could have just not moved. Ugh. So, uh, the cops come, and they explain to them what happened, and then they look around, and they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, sounds legit. We're out of here. So, uh, are we presuming that these are the regular Shadyside cops and not the Fear Street division? Yeah, because she doesn't, Rini doesn't live on Fear Street. No, she lives on a dead end. And we both know Fear Street goes on forever. Ever. Right, right. So then um, everyone leaves, and she stays by herself, which I'm like, huh? And then she puts on a flannel nightgown, and I'm like, no. No nightgowns, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Bob, Harl Stein thinks everyone wears nightgowns. We don't. (laughs) Teenage girls in 1995 did not wear nightgowns. I wore one, and I didn't wear one. Looney Tunes, boxer shorts, yes. <laughs> Oversized t-shirt you stole from your brother, yes. Yeah. Nightgowns, and of the flannel variety, with sheep on them, no. No. So, then Liz calls and asks if PJ's still at Rainey's, right? Is yeah. That the next? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Rainey's like, all right, we get it. We're good joke. And Liz's like, no, no I just want to know where my brother is. And then they hang up, and the next day, they're like, well, PJ will be at school, and he can laugh at us. Yeah, and why is she having the Christmas party on a school night? Apparently, her parents are only gone for, like, half a night in the middle of the week. Yeah, that's lame Which party. is the perfect way to have a party, right? Yeah, lame party. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of hoping it was a prank at this point, just to show these kids that they're little shitheads. <laughs> like, I hope I I had hoped that Lisa was in on it, and she's like, "All right, here's what they're doing, PJ. Just pretend, and then we'll get them." You mean Sandy? No, Liz. Oh, you said Lisa. Oh, oh, sorry, Liz. I, Liz. I I'm saying Lisa because there was a Lisa Bloom shout out in this chapter, and she yeah, goes, oh, Lisa. I heard you had an awesome party. Thanks for the invite, biatch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who doesn't want Lisa Bloom at their party, too? They don't want her because the, like, the other ghost new girl. <laughs> you know, they can't have too many ghost new girls coming along. What or maybe t- they didn't want her because she's still with uh, Danny or whatever, and they're like, no, that guy can't come. Corey? Yeah, Corey. Corey. Oh, I bet that's exactly what it was. Corey, they're like, yeah. sorry, honey. You dump Corey, then you can come. Yeah. yeah. Because that is a relationship built to last in <laughs> Well, they're next door neighbors. It's just so easy. Mm-hmm, yeah. And they made it through so much. Lisa being pushed down the stairs. No. Stalkers. No, if Pete and Della didn't make it, those two did not make it. <laughs> I don't know. OTP. Corey. No. Lisa. Lisa and Corey are not your OTP. I refuse. <laughs> they're my Fear Street OTP. They are not. Pick again. 
Yeah. Right. yeah. Veto. And Ricky. I'll take Corky and Ricky over Corey and Lisa. <laughs> really? Um, yes, I hated Corey so much. I hate Corey <laughs> way more than I hate Ricky. So then instead of like figuring out if he's there, they're just like, we'll wait till fifth period. What? What about lunch? What about like anything else? Like, <laughs> you know, go ask the secretary if the attendance sheet is there or whatever. Like, so they're just like sitting around being all anxious about it. Yeah. And then I thought that like when they went, when she went to history, that they were going to be like, he was never in this class. Like, well, that would have been oh, cool. Yeah. That's what I thought was going to happen. Like, I thought she was going to be like, you know, calling roll and not even saying PJ's name. And then she was going to be like, what about PJ? And the teacher was like, who? That's what should happen. That would have been good. Oh, you know what else I thought was going to happen? In Back in 1965, when they wake up and they, like, find out they're dead or whatever, that shouldn't have happened until 1995. They should have been, like, completely dead for 30 years and then just... Like buried wake, under rubble or something? But, but never just woken up and not realize that it's 30 years later and thought that they were just like, oh, we made it, we're good. Yeah, and then went back to school and was or, just like, Yeah, just, like, had to figure out, like, what the hell was going on. Oh. How awesome would that have been? Greeny gets pulled out of class because the cops are, like, trying to find we, PJ. Which is where we find out her name's Maureen. Yes, and also that the shady side cops don't believe in, you know, waiting for a parent or guardian to be there when they talk to a minor. Yeah, they also don't, they interview everyone together. Right? I want to hear from all of you individually what happened right in front of each other. So we can all repeat the exact same thing. (laughs) So bad at their job. So bad. And you think that the Fear Street division would be on this since his jacket was found, like, in Fear Street Woods? Yeah. Wouldn't that immediately put it into their jurisdiction? Yeah, and he lives on Fear Street. Yeah. Well, they don't... Do they know... They would... Yeah, yeah. They went to the house, Liz says. Yeah. More logistical questions. How does she get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many. How does she get the cops involved without her parents? Yeah, how does she fake parents? Yeah. Like, aren't they like, okay, and also, where are your parents? Right. Did they disappear, too? <laughs> Is everyone missing from this family? Except you. Suspicious. Maybe it's you. Yeah. Uh, but, like, even with, uh, when PJ was missing, I was like, he's not missing. If I've learned nothing from Fear Street books, it's that unless you see a body, they ain't dead. Right. And yes. also, no one is a ghost except these people are ghosts. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. He's just breaking all the rules. Well, but he is proving that if you go missing, you're the killer. Yeah. Right. And if there's no body, you're not dead. Gotta have a body. Or you are dead. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you're also you the dead. You're the dead killer. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, is it two weeks later? Probably. No, it's only a week. Damn it. He is breaking the rules here. That's a misspell. Like, that, <laughs> they, they mistyped it. It's two weeks. It's a typo. It is. Okay. So, uh, Greta decided she's breaking up with Artie because he has an earring. And I'm like, <laughs> that is a thing. If your boyfriend has an earring, you must break up with him. <laughs> Want to know why she didn't do it immediately. That's true. Greta decides she's going to break up with him, and she needs to bring Rini for backup. <laughs> Which is the worst, like, pre-texting breakup. This is the worst way to break up with somebody. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, Greta 
convinces her to go with her over to Artie's, Artie's house. And she fucking speeds and, and blows through a stop sign. And it's like, what? I'm telling you, this is the thing. If you're driving in, in Shadyside now, it's a disease. <laughs> you cannot, you cannot drive safely. You must go through stop signs and almost wreck. Maybe, like I said, the speed limit in Shadyside is a minimum. It's a minimum of 65. Well, I'm also assuming that Artie lives on Fear Street. No, she went down Old Mill Road. Oh, he lives on Old Mill Road. Okay. But that's how you get to Fear Street. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. From, like, the school and stuff? That's mm-hmm. how you get to Fear Street. Oh, well, then I guess I need to uh, send away for the map that's in the back of my book. Yeah, I want to, too. Is it in there? Uh, the Fear Street 1996 calendar with special bonus poster, a map of Shadyside showing where all the horrors of Fear Street happened. I had that map. I think that's the map that's on the website, on our, yeah. our blog. Yeah, it is. Yes, but I want to send it I used to that. have it. I don't remember having the calendar, though. I, I want the calendar. I don't think that calendar, I don't think if you reach out to Simon, they still have those calendars. They should. Mm-hmm. Well, I had the map at some point, and I got rid of it. I'm stupid. Yeah, that is stupid. How dare you? So, uh, they get to Artie's house, and Mark's there, and they're working on the car. Instead of, like, her breaking up with him, they find Mark with his head twisted backwards. Which I'm like, damn! <laughs> right? Like, vicious. The murders in this book are legit. Like, they're not just, they just, they don't want to just kill these people. They want to twist their heads backwards. I think they're all ancient evil. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Ooh, I like Who else it. could twist a head without even, it's a man, this is a, I'm just, talking about a man here. I just assumed ghosts got, like, superpowers, because yeah, they're dead. I just, I was just like, well, ghosts are, ghosts are super strong. No, this is like the exorcist. Yeah, they, like, teleported in, like, twisted his head back, and then, like, teleported the fuck out. Maybe that's why they get yeah. to come back. Because they made a deal with the ancient evil. Maybe. Or the ancient evil. Correct. Because they're dead. Dead people don't have memories. Is that like a rule? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, R.L. Stein's breaking all the rules, so. You know how movies, like, dead people don't know they're dead? Yeah. Because they forget? Yeah, but I mean, for, for them to teleport in, twist this dude's head around without him even making a peep, because they're right in the next room. He didn't scream or make a sound. No, he said nothing. It was, like, instantaneous. Right. Yeah. And head all the way around. Like, no. This is, like, this is some demon shit. Yeah. It's the ancient evil, for sure. Yeah. I think it's, I think it has some, I think it's, like, at least, like, a cousin of the ancient evil. Then, that, you know what? That explains why Liz needs a knife later on. She didn't need a knife this time. Why did yeah, she need a knife this later? More logistical questions. After that incident, they don't, they're like, he kind of just like dies and they're just kind of like, okay. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> he died. Well, he was the bad boy rebel. Nobody cared about him. Right. Yeah. Like he was set up, like he was in this book to die. Basically. Oh yeah, totally. So um, now Rini's driving to, uh, pick up Sean and Ty from work and she's like white knuckling it because she knows that she has to speed because that's just the rules <laughs> and she has to drive like an asshole so she gets there and Sandy shows up and Sandy's like I'm gonna seduce Ty and 
Tilly tells me what's going on with Liz. But jokes on her because her head gets twisted. <laughs> <laughs> jokes on you, Sandy. And she gets thrown in the garbage. She does get thrown in the garbage. That's so. And once again, not a sound. Yeah. No. <laughs> and what happens like that? Yeah. yeah. Is there a New Year's Eve party yet? No. Oh, no, no, no. The next thing is, um, Rainy goes to talk to Liz, and Liz isn't having any of it. She's like, nope, all your fault. My brother's missing. I yeah. need you to wake me. <laughs> yeah. Which, you Which know. fair. Yeah. I mean, sort of fair. Not really fair, because your brother's not missing or dead. But, well, I guess he is dead, but not in a, like, stuffed behind a <laughs> furnace kind of way. <laughs> yeah. True. So when she was talking to Liz and they were, she was like, maybe he's just like hiding out somewhere. I was like, oh my God, did he go to Fear Island? Is he hiding out on Fear Island? Is that just like where people go? Is that the overnight? Is it happening at the same time? Is he the creepy dude with the skull necklace? Holy shit, it's all connected. I don't think it was cold during the overnight. It wasn't. And this is book nine of Chillers, so this is way later. Yeah, but what if it's just, like, all happening at the same time and we're just, like... And Pete is definitely cheating on Della. (laughs) (laughs) Pete's, like, playing the field. Or maybe Pete's cheating on that other girl with Della. Either way, Pete's a cheater. Damn it, Pete. Thought we could trust you. I really liked Pete, too. Like, he was one of my faves. He was a good dude. <laughs> he was a good There's guy. There's not that many good dudes in these books. That's fair. He was a good guy. And he managed to mostly not be annoying, too, which right. is a feat in these books. Right. Whatever. I, I reject this book. Do we get invites yet? Yes. We get invites. Thank God. <laughs> Finally, the end is so, nigh. Yeah. The, the invite is, like, a, le- a goddamn, like, three-paragraph letter. You know what, though? At least she takes the time to, like, kind of spell out why she's having a New Year's Eve party so it doesn't seem weird. Like, like I get this. Like, hey, it was a bad year. Like, I really need my friends right now. I'm having a bad time. I guess. Like, she needed I, I to, get, I, to get them to come. Yeah, yeah. no, no. I know yeah. she doesn't think that. But, like, I think the letter made sense. And I would have, if I was Rini and them, I would have been like, okay, let's, like, Let's up burn our bridges. Let's, you know, make up and, you know. Give yeah. her the benefit of the doubt. Right. And also, we, you know, we feel bad about PJ and whatever. So. Yeah. So this makes way more sense than the Halloween party where they're just like, look at this cool invite. Let's go. So we, uh, we find out they live on Fear Street. Because that's where they go during well, the party. Do they live on Fear Street or are they just squatting there? Uh, yeah, where does this house come from? Yeah, we don't ever. They just house. found an abandoned house. There's like. 38 of them on Fear Street. So they're squatting. Yeah, okay. oh yeah, they're totally they squatting. they live on Fear Street? Maybe they used to live on Fear Street. Maybe it's actually their house and like Maybe. when they died, their parents moved away and nobody bought the house because nobody wants to live on Fear Street. Yeah, I don't know. The house got sounded kind of nice though. Well, there's a bunch of abandoned mansions on Fear Street. Yeah. Where Fear Street is. So old abandoned, house, old abandoned mansions. So how did the house have electricity? Oh, that is a good question. Add that to the list of logistical things that don't make sense. 
They used their ghost powers. So they, like, she, like, put her finger into a socket and, like, sent electricity throughout the house. I like it. I buy it. It's very Casper. Yeah. So, um, as they're walking up, they're like, you know, Justin Stiles is having a party, and I'm like, dude, that's where I'd be. Yeah. (laughs) That's where all the shit's going down, the fun stuff. Like, that's where people are hooking up. He's he's working his way through the next click. Yeah, that's where the that's where whatever the click of the moment is for him. That's where they are, and he's moving through them. And I want to see that. (laughs) That's why he doesn't hang out with this group. There's no free women to like make his way through. He doesn't care about free. Give it time. Give it time. Give it time. He doesn't care if they have boyfriends. Yeah, but uh, Rini seems pretty like committed to Sean, and Greta seems boring. Yeah, but what's-her-name was committed to her long-distance boyfriend. He didn't care about that. Good point. So. Good point. That well, is my OT. To, he just had to get the, like, full Yeah. Set. What, Cassie? I said he just had to get the full set. Like, it wasn't yeah. that he genuinely liked her. He was like, I have to work my way through the click. Like, yeah. I know you have a boyfriend, but, like, homeboy's got a list, and he's got to cross <laughs> you off. <laughs> Justin's just like working through the yearbook. He's like, yeah. okay. okay. I totally believe that. Yeah. He like crosses out, X's out in each club photo. Yeah, yeah. I want to see Justin Stiles' yearbook. Okay, so they go to this party and they get in there and it's the second best decorated party in all of Fear Street, not the <laughs> Halloween party. And this is where I'm just like, oh my god, we've had this. This happened already. Yeah. Like this, this whole book happened this already. This book. This is when. This is when it like dawned on me. I don't know why it took me this long to dawn on me that this is the Halloween party where he just cr- and he just crossed off the title on the front <laughs> and rewrote different title. And then he made yeah. me dead. Like, yeah. That was it. The exact same thing. He was like, yeah, I'm gonna have a revenge party again. Also, here's where they mention two months. It has been two months since Wait. the Christmas party. Where does it say that? What? I will find it. Okay, I don't think so. It says that. I specifically wrote two months <laughs> in <laughs> all the Christmas party before Thanksgiving. I'm going to jump in this book and smack her. Wait, can I just say at the other part, at the two months ago Christmas party when, what's her name? Liz shows up with, um, What's her boyfriend's name? Ty? Sean. Oh, no, Ty. Ty. Yeah. yeah. They're, like, wearing matching outfits, and they're, like, where did you guys shop? Did you guys shop at a store called Too Cute? And I'm, like, is that a real store? Did, did you they, Google it? Like, no, I mean, in Fear Street, like, in Shady Say. Like, is he referring God, hope, to a store at the mall where it's, like, Too Cute, where yes. couples buy matching outfits? Oh, my yeah. God. Yes. That's amazing. Vomit. Happens. I've made it canon. Okay, so there's no two months because I think you wrote that down wrong. I'm nope. still looking. I see. I found it. Where? So it's not. So it says horrifying images of the past two months flashed through her mind, and nothing started going wrong until after her Christmas party. See, two months. Wait. Yeah, Where it's on page this? 172. Okay, right. I need to see this. Rini took a sip of punch. Yeah. Horrifying images of the past two months flashed through her mind. The blood dripping down Mark's cheeks, 
Sandy sprawled on the pile in the garage, both of their heads twisted completely backwards. So she but wait, what? Maybe she's ta- maybe she's starting about when she fell into the lake. Maybe. Maybe that's the start of the two months. Maybe. Because that was a pretty traumatizing experience, I would have to say. That's the most traumatizing experience. <laughs> Head twisted backwards. I'll take it. <laughs> Okay, but that could, she could be saying that that's the start. I hope that's what she's saying. You can't have a Christmas party in October. That's what I'm saying. She had it on November 1st. If she's that, no. Well, then Ricky couldn't have been there because Ricky would have been at Justine's Halloween party. No, Justine's Halloween party happened like the year before. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but she's saying this is all happening at the same time. That's the theory. That's my theory. That's the working theory. I don't know. I don't think I agree with that theory. It's all in the same year. This year. I don't think so. Okay, so then they get locked in a room again. (laughs) Because it's the Halloween party. Because it's a Halloween party with bars on the window. (laughs) Because it's the Halloween party. Yeah. Only thing that did happen is there wasn't a fire. We don't know what their ultimate end game plan was. So it could have been a fire. Oh, this is where they see, okay, so they walk into the room and it's black decorations. Black balloons. And the yearbook from 1965. It looks like the Adams family. Yes. And there's punch. She was nice enough to give them punch. (laughs) And it wasn't even poisoned. No. That you know of. Well, nobody died from poison and they all drank it. Well, we don't know because it could have been slow acting or something. Yeah. <laughs> the book the, ends like right away. The epilogue is one week later. They're all two in the weeks, hospital. Two, two weeks. You're right. Two weeks later, they're all in the hospital dying from some mysterious substance. But anyways, there's a yearbook from 1965 and a punch bowl and that's it. Yeah. Nice party. There isn't even any music. And apparently they're not allowed to look in the yearbook. Like, there's nothing else to do. There's no music. She leaves the room. There's a book there. They open it. And then she comes back in and it's like, ugh! She's How dare you? It. It's a surprise. <laughs> She's like, you're snooping. And then, like, Ty tries to talk to her and she freaks out. And I really want to know what he says. Like, <clears throat> he doesn't know. Like, they haven't shared their plans with him. So what are they talking about? Where? When do they talk? Uh, Many times, presumably. Yes, but they they talk off in a corner when she Uh, comes back, like right before she tells everybody. I think it's 30. No. Right before she tells everybody that yells at them for snooping? Yeah, on page 173, like, Mm -hmm. Ty, like, takes her over into a corner and Uh, after the toast... And they're, like, talking, and she's like, no, I won't. Uh, okay. I want to know what she won't do. <laughs> so then she, then we get to the villain's monologue. Right. Right, because of course. And we find out that Liz and PJ are actually having this party so that they can kill them all. <laughs> because Liz killed the other two. Right. With her superpowers that she no longer has, so now she has to use a knife. Yes. Right. I know, like, dude, if you just twisted a freaking guy's neck around in one one snap without even having him having time to scream or struggle at all, why are you wasting your time chasing around people with a knife? Just snap their necks around. It's dumb. And then PJ shows up. And they all think they're saved. Yeah. 
because they think that she wants to kill them because she thinks that PJ's dead. But then when they see that PJ's there, they think like, well, she's going to realize he's alive and she's going to forgive us. But then PJ's like, I want to watch them die too. But doesn't she try to like bite Rini? Well, she tries to stab Rini and then uh, Sean grabs the knife and then they fight it out for a while. And she like gnaws on his wrist. Yeah, she like puts the shit out of him. I was like, so are they ghosts or zombies? Hey, listen, there's a reason why girls are more vicious than guys. If biting is what gets it done, then that's what gets done. All right, but I I was just like, whatever. I don't care if they're ghosts or zombies. I'm into it. <laughs> Maybe they're go- zombie ghosts. Maybe. So then Liz gets stabbed in the chest and there's no blood. Yeah. And then she's pissed because they ruined her dress. Yeah. Which, fair. Her, her red velvet. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. <laughs> and velvet in the 90s was like, it. Yeah. That was the thing. Yeah, I mean, she probably ordered it from Delia's. <laughs> he totally did. <laughs> Hands down ordered it from Delia's. Yeah, and like, if you ordered it from Delia's, that cost some money. Like, Delia's wasn't cheap. Where did they get money? How do they have clothes other than what they died in? So many questions. <laughs> uh, so then they show them, uh... Then the big reveal. Yeah. With, uh... Oops. The big reveal with uh, the the yearbook, and it's in memoriam Elizabeth and Jer- Philip Jeremy. Philip Jeremy is not a name anybody names their kids. No. And so he went by Jeremy, and now he goes by PJ. And why did they change their names? Like if he showed up as Jeremy at school, nobody would care. No, right. There's a lot of Jeremys. And then they my tell biggest, them all what. My biggest question is like. What were they doing for 30 years? Were they just buying their time for another group of kids who like to play stupid pranks? And they were like, finally, now's the time. No, they were in that gray space. Yeah, they faded into the the gray, yeah, the gray place where Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they made a deal with the ancient evil. Yeah, they said they were in a gray space for, we'll we'll get there. Well, we're, I think we already, oh, yeah, yeah, that's coming. Okay, so... Actually, the next chapter, when uh, she says, PJ and I waited a long time for this moment. We spent years and years trapped in a cold, gray place. And then they were back for no reason, right. apparently. And then they figured out that they were back because they had to, like, take revenge upon people that had nothing to do with anything that... Right, they weren't back so they could, like, have a new lease on life or, <laughs> like go to the Bahamas, or whatever. They're like, I'm gonna go to high school, find some dumb kids, and kill them. Right. That was the ancient evil. The ancient evil was like, alright, I'll let you come back, but only if you fuck some kids' lives up. Yeah, because the ancient evil likes high school. Agreed. Ooh, I bet that after they were done killing these kids, they had to kill a cheerleader or two just to satisfy the ancient evil. Yeah. That was, like, part of the deal. Well, they didn't get to do that, though. Well, they, <laughs> yeah, Corky didn't come to the yeah <laughs> New Year's party. <laughs> she didn't accept the invite. Yeah. Um, she went to Justin Styles. One hundred percent. Because he's busy working his way through the cheerleaders now. <laughs> yeah. But Rainy has a point when she's like, "Dude, you died ten years before we even were even born. Like, didn't right. have anything to do with oh, that." Oh, I know what you're saying. I thought at this point they were gonna do that. He was gonna be like, "Oh, you're the kids of the people." 
Yeah. Oh, just like Halloween party. Yeah, because this, we're doing Halloween party. Let's do the damn thing. So you yeah. didn't know the twist? No, I didn't know the, the twist. second twist. I didn't know the second reveal. No, I didn't. I don't even know if I read this because my book was very, when I started reading this. My book was like very, like oh new. really? Yeah, and it was one of my original books. I um I definitely remembered the the second reveal. Yeah, that one I didn't see. I didn't see that coming. And I was like, really? Is this necessary? I'm okay with two people coming back, but did we have to have a third? Uh, when I was a kid, I thought this was the best damn twist ever. Uh, this was like my favorite thing. I remember this loving this is a good this twist. Part. This is a good twist. I mean... Yeah, it is. So instead of them being dead being the only people dead, it turns out that Ty is also dead. He's the one that they ran over with their car before driving it off of a cliff. And he's back so he can get his revenge on them, and all these ghosts are getting revenge on each other for God only knows why. No. You know who brought him back? The ancient evil's sister. Oh. She was like, uh, my sister just brought some people back and I have to do it too. Do you want to go kill those people who killed you? This is how you know it's the ancient evil though, because they turn into a ghost cyclone. They and do. that is what happened in Cheerleaders. They have a weird like ice ghost dance. Yeah. I don't understand what that is. They're like going faster and faster and they even refer to it as like a cyclone. So it is the ancient evil. And then as it, like, counts down to midnight, I guess there's a clock because it's bonging. Yeah. Um, they just, PJ jumps on top of them and they have a weird cyclone dance. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It's and then it just ended. Yeah, then they just disappeared. Yeah. That ended so abruptly. I'm pretty sure Earl Stein is like, meh, no falling action. I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have the energy for any falling action. Right, and then it's like, they disappear, and then Rainy goes over to the spot, like, would you go to that spot? There's like, it could be like a, there could be a rip in the time. Right? <laughs> There's a portal to hell right in that circle. Stop it. <laughs> what are you doing? You're dumb. This is Fear Street, sweetie. <laughs> and then she's just like, it's so sad and frightening. What more is there to say? And they're just basically like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> It ends on how about a happy new year, but I'm pretty sure the next thing that anybody says is like, already is like, you guys want to go to Justin Stiles' birthday? Or <laughs> yes. Justin Stiles' party? They're okay. like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah okay. That's yeah. how it actually yeah. ended. Yeah. You want to go to Justin's? Yeah, okay. So what are they going to do about the dead bodies? What dead bodies? No, they disappeared. No, I mean the the heads turned around bodies. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh, the clubs just never figure it out. And then nobody, they're just like, Meh. they just quit looking for PJ. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Okay. Something else comes up. It's shady side. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like Sandy's mom is gonna be like, you know, don't these people's parents ever have a crusade for them? Be no. Like, no. <laughs> it's fear straight. <laughs> this is shady side. They just this move. Yeah, this is the risk you take. Mm. See, here's the thing, though. I don't even think these are ghosts. I think there's, like, a glitch in the Matrix, and they just, like, pop back into 1995, and then whoever's handling it was like, nah, they'll figure it out. Because <laughs> <laughs> they just, it was like, 
glitch pop in, glitch pop out. <laughs> but again, this was the Halloween party because it just ended. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what happened at Halloween party. They were like, oh. We're done. Good night. But I don't think you get to you get to rewrite a book that was like number six in the series and call it a super chiller. <laughs> you do if this is like five years later and you've already written 120 other books in the series. You're like, nobody's remembering that shit. <laughs> yeah, we're the only ones reading them out of order and specific times. Yeah, I guess. I'm just not impressed. <laughs> well, I'll let Bob know. <laughs> Thanks. You did not impress Michelle this month. <laughs> no, don't tell him. I love him. <laughs> I love him too much. <laughs> I really think we need to pitch all of our ideas to him. Yeah. Yes. We have good ideas. Very. Michelle, did you count? There were three sweaters. That's it? I know. It's, it's winter. winter. I know. Only three. Put some freaking sweaters on, people. <laughs> And I don't know how many kills. Are there three kills? Are there two kills? Are there five kills? I'm going to go with three. Five. But, oh, you're right. Five. I'm going to go with five. So you're counting all the dead yeah. kills? But that was yeah. an a kill. But so they died in the book. Yeah. Like, the, usually. We count accidental deaths. But they weren't murdered. Yeah. Okay. Ty was definitely murdered. It yeah. was vehicular manslaughter. Yeah. But he and technically, Liz wasn't driving, so PJ murdered her. Yeah. But we didn't count, I feel like in the Halloween party, we didn't count the people that died in the car accident. Because they died, like, ten years ago. Yeah, but so did PJ. And yeah. But it was in the book. Like, we actually experienced it. That part, that was, like, a written part of the book. It was happening. It wasn't a prequel at the beginning of Halloween party or anything? No. No. Definitely five bodies. Five bodies, three kills. Maybe four. What? PJ was driving. Liz was in the passenger seat, so, so he killed her. She, oh, okay. Four and kills. she did tell him to slow down. Yeah. That's manslaughter. So, if he had lived and she hadn't, he would have gone to jail for manslaughter. Okay. So four kills and one accidental death. Uh, I don't know. There was a lot of Fear Street mentions. There was their house. The lake. The lake in the woods. Yeah. And they went to the woods, like, multiple times. And we are all agreed that they died on Fear Street, right? Like, they were in the car that was on Fear Street. In 1965, that that was on Fear Street. Okay. The places that were mentioned that I had was uh, something called Red Heat. I was really hoping they would go there. It was, I think it's a, it's a dance club. Which, I'm like, I thought the dance club was called, like... The Old Abandoned Old Abandoned Mill. Yeah! But apparently it's called Red Heat. Maybe that's what the dance club at the Old Abandoned Old Abandoned Mill is called. Mm. Well, they didn't tell us that in the overnight. Uh, so we have Red Heat uh, Burger Basket. It was, what? It's, it's not, not, it's not, uh, that's not the same burger place, right? No. Huh. Why does he keep inventing new fast food chains? <laughs> There's a lot of fast food in Shadyside. <laughs> and Old Mill Road. Oh, and I guess Too Cute. Right. <laughs> Cute. Cute. That's at Shady Side Mall. Puke. <laughs> and a lot of recurring characters. So wow. many recurring characters. It's wonderful. Yes. We have Dina Martinson, but not Jade. Not Jade. Oh. Uh, Corky Corcoran, Ricky Shore, Pete Goodwin, Lisa Bloom, and Justin Stiles. Damn. Did I miss anybody? I don't think so. Okay. 
Uh, I have no dated references. No, I don't think so. Unless Every chapter having... date that says Everything 1965. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a separate list for 60s references. Uh, okay. Groovy, Far Out, Beatles, The Hi-Fi Stereo, Chubby Checker and the Twist, Pretty Woman. Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Oh, I don't have that one. Oh. Paul Newman. Watches. Just the fact that everyone's wearing watches. Oh, <laughs> watch. people wear Apple Watches. Some, yeah, but he's like, everybody give me your watches. And yeah, then right. uh, something called a Ford Fair Lane. That's what they were driving in. I've never heard of that. I have no car. idea what that is. No. But apparently. What kind of car was Mark driving? A Mustang. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. A V6. V6. She did send her a letter in the mail. Is that a big difference? Yes, she That's sent a letter in the mail. Okay, letter in the mail, right down. And, I mean, I guess I, also there's people saying, like, stuff like, cool it, like, and stuff <laughs> like that. But I, nothing, no one said anything that was, stood out. Yeah, you're right. No, like. No really dated anything. No, they played CDs, but people play CDs. You can still put on a CD on. Yeah. Although I think we counted CDs as dated before. Yeah, okay. I just, I hate to say CDs are dated. Feels wrong. We're dated. Okay. We're old. Um, we're exennials. <laughs> so, oh, I didn't even is know. that all your accounts? Yep. Do we have any theories? Um, well, I have a few. Okay. So, one, that this is a glitch in the Matrix, and they were never supposed to come and get revenge on anything. There was just, like, an issue, and they popped in and out. Second is, I have a theory that you cannot come back as a ghost unless you die on Fear Street, and you cannot come back as a ghost unless you are under the age of, let's say, 21. No adults are ghosts. No? Never? I'm trying to think of an adult ghost in this series, and I can't think of one. Yeah, I guess Justine's parents didn't come back. No, they weren't. No. no. I not, they were on Old Mill Road. Yeah. I think you have to be a teenager on, and you have to die on Fear Street to become a ghost. Um, That's because the ancient evil only gives, like, teenagers powers. Right. It's because the ancient evil is obsessed with teenagers. I, I love it. The ancient evil is obsessed with teens. <laughs> and all the power from Fear Street emanates out from that ancient evil. Right. Mm -hmm. oh, that's so perfect. And the ancient evil is just down with the high school drama. Right? Yeah. You know, in it. The, the well, ancient evil is just like, I've tried out the other shit, and the high school drama is where it is. <laughs> Didn't we decide the ancient evil is Jessica Wakefield? So yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, I did have some questions. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I have a list of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> How did they fake parents? Why... What teenager goes to school when not only is there nobody there to make them go to school, but nobody even realizes that they exist to go to school? Why is that a thing? The ancient evil. She loves the teen drama. <laughs> Where do they get clothes? Where do they get money? In utilities. How do they pay for their electricity? <laughs> Whose house are they squatting in? Do they have running water? Do they need running water? Do they get dirty? Do they have to take showers? Why did Ty show up so far ahead of them? Oh, also, did they wash their hands after moving PJ to the basement? No. Because dead body. I'm just saying, like, dude, wash your hands. And they didn't wash their hands in the overnight either. 
wash your hands. This should be your PSA, Cassie. <laughs> yeah, I guess nobody washes their hands and shady aside. With, also, with the killer on the loose, I mean, I understand this is shady side and all, but their parents weren't like, maybe you should stay home this New Year's. You know, just in case. Yeah, I want your head to be facing the front. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> their parents were like, I want you to start 1995 with your head facing the front. <laughs> How you finish it is up to you, though. <laughs> Instead, Rini's parents were just like, have a good time, sweetie. Try not to yeah. die. Their parents should have been like, don't go chasing waterfalls into <laughs> <laughs> the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Actually, stay lakes. away. Stay away from the lake. Stay away from the beer lakes that you're used to. <laughs> yeah, especially if it's frozen because it can't support your body weight. And my last question is actually more of a poll. Who thinks Artie and Greta broke up before Valentine's Day? Oh, ah. Artie, what an asshole. He broke up after this party. <laughs> Justin Stiles hit on her at, at his party, yeah. and she was like, right. see ya, Artie. <laughs> yeah. Now we can work through the prank club. <laughs> I don't think Justin Stiles has an earring, so I think he's... That's a good point. He's a good shape. Step up. I'm, I think that's a good point. Those are all of my questions. My only theory is that I think that, you know, the car thing. You have to drive fast if you're a teenager in Shadyside. Just yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my new theory is that there's a speed minimum in Shadyside. Maybe, like, the ancient evil possesses all teenage cars in Fear Street. So there, as soon as you get in it, it just goes. There is an evil car Fear Street book. Oh, yeah. The Catalina Chronicles. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's, that's my new theory. Ancient evil is possessing all, ca- all teenage cars on Pierce in Shadyside. Any of your, do you have any theories, Cassie? I think that everything's, everything's happening simultaneously. Like this is just yeah. one year in Shadyside that mm. we're getting glimpses into what happened, but it's all, it's all happening simultaneously. Like it's all connected. I don't know. I think it's more than one year. Like, especially because some of the books with sequels are like, well, last year. Well, yeah, those ones are separate, but like the main stuff is all one year. Mm. I'm going to make one of those elaborate, like, walls with the lines <laughs> that, like, this is connected to this. With like the push pins and the string? Yes, yes I'm going to do that. How very <laughs> criminal minds of you. I love it. Okay, oh wait, I, you know what? I, I have to talk about this really fast. The fashion in this book, there was a sweater over a turtleneck. That is a date reference. That was reference. a thing. You should have brought that up. All right, that is a date reference, and it was a thing. Yes. Yes. It was a torturous thing. <laughs> I, I cannot, I, to this day, if anything has anything with a neck, I, I can't. Oh, really? Yeah, because my mom made me wear turtlenecks. Oh. And I hated them. I don't like, I don't like, like, actual turtlenecks, but I like cow necks. Okay, there was also a short black dress with a sparkly red vest over it. Yeah, there was. Wow. In sheer black tights. Yeah, there was. And then there was, uh, oh, then there was a sweater over tights, which is very, like, today. But it's very today, like, because fashion comes around. Right. Like, that's why it's very true. Right, yeah, exactly. But, like, I feel like that has come back. The sparkly red vest, I don't Thank think. God it's not. <laughs> Give it time. The plaid shirt and ribbed jeans that uh, Artie was wearing. Oh, hell, I still wear that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, I don't think that's ever gone out of style. That's never gone out of style. Yeah. No. Did you guys rate this? Yeah. 
You want to start? Okay. I was going to give it a two, but I'm giving it a three just because I feel like... Sparkly red vest. Yeah. (laughs) The fashion. Yeah. So three out of... Three out of five Halloween party reboots. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Oh, no, I know I'm giving it three out of two because of the second twist. It was pretty ingenious. Like, I, w- I did not see it coming because I didn't remember it. So. Props on that. Uh-oh. Um, so I give it four out of five abandoned mansions. Nice. I like four. Yeah, wow. I liked it. This is the book I've been waiting for the whole time. Oh, yeah. Yes. Ghost. Yeah, a crazy twist. I see that now. This this is what I've been waiting for. Did you know the second twist was coming? No, definitely not. Okay. I mean, I knew they were, you know, I knew Liz and PJ. Yeah, but did you know Ty was dead? No, didn't didn't know Ty. Uh, so we're gonna be very divided on this one because I'm giving it a two out of five trig problems. Also, did they ever finish that trig assignment? A hundred questions. <laughs> they only did like four of them. No. <laughs> Do you think they got a pass because their friends died? Yes. <laughs> I don't know though. Shady side. When Jennifer was possessed by the ancient evil, the ancient evil did it. <laughs> so you can do it too. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> the ancient evil did her homework. Yeah, dude. Why was well, the ancient e- evil hanging out in a teenager again? Because he just likes the drama. The drama. She's Jessica Wakefield. Right. Um, so do you think you would have liked it better if you didn't remember the twist? Because it was a good twist. I do think I would have liked it better if I hadn't remembered about Ty. But I was just, there was so much nothing happening in between, like, the three big scenes mm-hmm. that I did not care about. Yeah. Even the death scenes, other than them being kind of cool and gross, I was just like, people dead. All right. I... I, honestly, I couldn't even remember what happened except for the t- the three parties. The one in 1965, that Christmas party, and the, ha- the New Year's Eve party. That was all I remembered. It was, Even after reading it. Even after reading it today, <laughs> yeah. I, I completely forgot about half the stuff that was in there. Yeah, I kind of felt like R.L. Stein was afraid to kill off main characters, so he was just, like, killing off these, like, side people. I would have like, liked it more. Kill off main. Yeah. If, I think he should have killed Artie or like Greta or somebody, I would have liked it better. I think he, I really do think that that's a thing though in these books. He's afraid to kill off mains. Sometimes, yeah. I agree. Or if he is, it's like the big thing. Like in, um, in Cheerleaders when they kill Bobby. Like the whole book is basically set up for that. Right. Yeah. Cheerleaders, he just throws it all out the window. Oh, he goes all out. That's yeah, so good. Yeah, okay. Cheerleaders is an anomaly, but the rest of the series, he does not be mains. Which is also a little mini-series. Right. So I feel like, and like everyone dies in the original. Like Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, like one person makes it out. Right. In the uh, saga. Sorry to spoil you guys. But they're not afraid to kill off mains in the saga. Yeah. Good, good. They're all dead. So, okay, so that, that's my theory. If it's a miniseries, then mains will die. But if it's like just a regular Fear Street book or a super thriller, mains are pretty safe. I'll, I'll go with you on that one. I think I agree. Broken Hearts is a super thriller, right? Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Do we have anything? That's what we're reading next month, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So next month for uh, Valentine's Day, we will be reading Broken Hearts. It is another super chiller. Um, we didn't do this on purpose. So we, do we want to talk about other stuff we're reading and watching? Oh, right. We do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's watch. Let's talk about stuff. Um, so I am reading, I'm almost done with The Language of Thorns by Lee Bardugo. Oh. It is the, it's a collection of short stories set in the Grishaverse, which is the fantasy world that she's written about that she created. And okay. so they're, they're basically like fairy tale retellings. They're very reminiscent about fairy tales that we would know, like, Hansel and Gretel, The Little Mermaid, um, The Nutcracker, but different, like, Grishaverse stories. So it's really good, and it's gorgeous. It has, like, these beautiful images with every story. So that's what I'm reading. I'm almost done. I'm on the last story. Um, And then I'm watching, or Runaways, on Hulu. I haven't started it yet. I mean, here's my problem. I like it. It's good. It's entertaining. But I've read the comics. I like the comics. I'm actually currently reading it. Mm-hmm. And they changed so much. And there's so many things that I'm just like, no, that's not how it was like. That's too different from the source material. Okay, and- but it, the thing with comics when people get upset with movies and TV shows that don't like, that's not how it happened. Comics reset universes, especially superhero comics, reset universes, like, every six months. It's true. So just, it's just another reset universe. Just go with it. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's entertaining. The problem is that, like, like there's a lot of stuff that just, like, the characterization that I don't yeah. love. And, like, they've changed, like, I'm okay with subtle things different. I'm okay with, like, you know... The parents are much more involved in the TV show, which is okay because I think the parents are pretty interesting and, like, you get to learn more about pride and, you know, all that stuff. But they've just, like, changed the personalities of the characters and, like, some of my favorite characters. Like, that's my problem with it. <laughs> that's, uh, that's on my list to watch pretty soon, I think. Yeah. What about you, I... I just finished reading um, Foolish Hearts by Emma Mills, and it was so cute and happy. And I don't even like cute and happy because I'm kind of like, you know, dark inside. <laughs> Are but, you? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I like her kind of, her brand of cute and happy. It's just fun. And it's like not romancy. So it's like a happy YA book that isn't like, romance filled it's like friendshipy wow that's like cool yeah and um watching i am watching i started watching this show called american gothic it's on amazon wait then is it a new one or the one from the 90s no it's a new one wow I didn't know there was another one. There's one from the night. Okay. So I started watching it and then I was like, it was, it only has one season, but it was like 2016. So I'm like, oh, wondering like what's going on with the new season. Right. And I like Googled it and it was like canceled. I hate that. And I'm like, oh. hi. So now I'm just going to watch the rest of it, I guess, the first season just to um, see what happens. But 
I guess I'm never going to get a conclusion. Uh, and I'm also watching, uh, did you ever watch a series on Netflix called Slasher? I started it and I had a hard time getting into it. I liked it. Yeah? It's like super cheesy. Like it's like a slasher movie they made into like a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's supposed to be. I only watched the first couple of episodes. I don't know why, but they like, the char- the two main characters, they're, they're not good actors. But it's like I just cheesy. like, an- I was just like annoyed with them. I don't know. Well, the second season's like completely different. It's like, it's like American Horror Story where they just oh, reset ooh. with different people and different storyline. I only watched one episode so far in the second season. Maybe I'll skip and just start the second season. And it's also American Horror Story because some of the characters come back as different people. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like how they do that? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Weird. But not Dean McDermott, thank God. Because he's in the first one and no thanks. So, um, I just finished reading One of Us is Lying by... Karen McManus. Yeah! I like that book. I I did like it. I thought it was a really easy read. I was very interested in it. But I also felt... It felt off. It felt like it should have either been heavier and darker than it was, or lighter and more fun than it was. Like, it was in this weird Mm -hmm. middle zone where Mm -hmm. all these really terrible things are happening, but I don't feel, like, very... I don't know. I never connected to any of the characters or felt, like, invested in any of them, because, like, I don't Oh, know, yeah, definitely not. It was care. because I, like, was suspecting them all or whatever, or they just <laughs> like, different enough for me. Like, I know they were, like, different, like, I'm, I'm a cheerleader and, like, right. I'm a football player, but, like, whatevs. Like, they, but their actual personalities weren't like that. Different. So, I actually guessed what was going on twice. I guessed it fairly early, and then I dismissed it. I was like, that, that's not what happened. That couldn't have been what happened. And then later on, I was like, when when they're reading his, like, Reddit post or whatever, I was like, oh, so that is what's going on here. I feel like Cassie guessed it too, didn't you? I don't remember. I read this book in May. <laughs> yeah, but we read it this together. Michelle, I don't remember what happened in the book I read two days ago. <laughs> oh my God. I'm reading my review now. One of us figured it out, and I'm going to say it was you because you're smarter than me. I think so. <laughs> but I you don't have a better memory than me. Smarter than you. Yeah. Kelsey, I know you meant that as I think I did remember it, yeah. but I did guess it, but what it sounded like was, I think I am smarter than you. <laughs> well, that's not up for debate. We know. Oh. Okay, so I liked it, but I do wish it had been like darker, honestly. Um, so I just finished that, and I am watching the last season of Dark Matter, which is my favorite newly canceled show on TV because they always cancel my favorite shows. So I'm what I am. Finishing that, and I am watching, finally, because it's on Netflix now, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, which I'm very excited about, so I might be, like, ecstatic for a while, because there's two, there's two seasons on. It's based off of the Evil Dead trilogy, which I'm sure neither of you have seen. No. Yeah. Whatever. The Evil Dead's a pretty famous, like, horror movie trilogy. It's, like, kind of cheesy, lots of fun. That's about it. Cool. Well, happy 2018. Yeah. Um, if you made any resolutions, I hope one of them was not to die. <laughs> and I hope another one of them was to stay off of Fear Street. 
I hope your parties that you went to had other colors in the decorations besides just black. And there were other refreshments besides punch and the yearbook. <laughs> I hope uh, the parties that you went to weren't trying to murder you and yeah. everyone else invited. I hope there wasn't an ancient evil cyclone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope there was, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that 2018 as, is as filled with chills as 2017 was. <laughs> um, so, nobody has anything else? No. All right. Um, we'll next month, we'll see you to talk about Broken Hearts. Meanwhile, please follow us on Twitter, read our blog. Um, what else we got? Follow us on, rate and review us on iTunes, download us wherever you get your uh, podcasts, you know, all of the fun things. I did see that we have another uh, rating on iTunes. <gasps> Is it terrible? No, it's funny. Oh, I love funny. So it's from somebody named Carmilla, Carmilla D, and it says, finally... I grew up reading Fear Street. I'm glad there is such a fun podcast discussing these books. Sometimes the sound quality isn't the best, but it's never been so bad I skip an episode. This is a fun podcast, and you can tell the hosts have fun as well. That's wonderful. And we hear you about the sound quality. Yeah, we we're know. sorry. We're on it. We're, we're learning slowly. <laughs> Audio is hard. It is hard. It is. Audio in, like, especially audio distance. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we're getting better. If anybody has any tips or wants to help us out, yeah. let us know. Yeah. Um, well, luckily next month we'll all be in the same place. Sweet. All right. That's it for the new year. And remember. You have been warned. Come to Fear Street and you're dead.